G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Let's say that God has a plan for each one of us, for our lives. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Maybe he has a good plan, but hey, what if we don't like that plan? Does it become a straitjacket? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and it's great to be back with you again. Today, we're going to take a look at the plan that God has custom made for you from a different perspective. Over the years, something I've thought a lot about is whether the idea that this God I happen to believe in has a plan for my life is a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, on the one hand, the idea that a good God could have a good plan for my life sounds pretty good. On the other, well, what if I don't like the plan? I mean, what if I want to make some changes or go my own way? Is the whole idea of God having a plan for our lives an awesome thing? Or is it a crutch? Or worse still, is it a straitjacket? Well, today on the program, that's kind of what we're going to explore and take a look at it from a different perspective, maybe from God's perspective, and then it's up to each one of us to make up our own minds. Remember that old Frank Sinatra song, I Did It My Way? There was a time in the 1970s, I think, that on every talent show on television, some man, and it was always a man, would get up and sing it. I did it my way, and now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. My friend, I'll say it clear, I'll state my case of which I'm certain. I lived a life that's full, I've travelled each and every highway, and more, much more than this. I did it my way. Ha! I don't know about your experiences in life, but I've got to tell you, I tried doing it my way. And as we talked earlier this week on the program, what I discovered was it didn't work so well. You know what? I suspect that God actually designed it to be that way. The other day we took a look at Psalm 139 and we actually looked at the second half, but I'd like to begin with the first half of that psalm. So have a listen. It says, Lord, you've searched me and you know me really well. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You know what I'm thinking from a long way off. You see my going in and lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. But even before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, Lord. You, you hem me in, behind me, before me. You've laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to heaven... You're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there as well. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the farthest side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me and your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light will become night around me, hey, even the darkness won't be dark to you. The night will shine like the day because darkness is as light to you. That's profound. You know, what David's saying here, it's King David who wrote this psalm, He's saying that God is on this journey with us. We can't flee and wrestle and fight and run. We, we can do what we like, but he is on our journey with us. One of the things I wrestled with in the early days was Christian jargon. 
Sin is one of them. Repent was another. I must have seen an old Western movie, Black and White, when I was a kid. I remember some fire and brimstone preacher on one of those covered wagons standing up and yelling, Repent! I thought, oh, yuck. But as I come to grips with that concept, this is what ended up meaning to me. Admitting somehow that my way and my choices, as good as they seemed at the time, ended up being hollow. Admitting somehow that my way was empty. I remember buying this really expensive, I mean really expensive huge car years ago. It had everything. It had this beautiful burgundy duco, this luster, and had a lovely shape that used to turn heads. It had four-wheel steering. You know, at low speed, the front and the back wheels would turn in the opposite direction. And you could pivot this car like on a pinhead. And the smell, ah, the new car smell of leather, the look of the dashboard, it was awesome. And, you know, I remember sitting inside this car, which cost me a bomb, and looking at it and smelling that new leather smell, and somehow that thing that I wanted to be a real joy to me was empty and hollow. And I had to come to grips that my way wasn't working for me. Repenting meant admitting that. Turning and saying, you know something, God, I'm, I'm done trying my way. I want to get with your plan. Yeah, I, I know that there are some things that I'll have to give up. I know that. But, you know, there are actually very few things, and, and they were really the rubbish things, the pride, the selfishness, the backstabbing, the greed. It meant putting him in the driver's seat. And when I started doing that day after day, you know what happened? I'll tell you just how it happened. I had this growing sense that I was becoming the me that I was meant to be, that I was living the life that I was made to live because my frame wasn't hidden from him when I was made in secret, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. His eyes saw my unformed substance. All the days ordained for me were written in his book before even one of them came into being. And so now I can say how precious to me are your thoughts, O God, how vast is the sum of them. The turning point, coming to that decision, coming to that conclusion in life, no matter where we're at, no matter what we say we believe, can be a very hard thing because it's not just a single turning point. It's then living that new decision out in life, living out the decision to have God as our Lord, as our number one. That can be hard. But if we're going to be the person God meant us to be, that's where it's at. And so tomorrow on the program, we'll look at what it means actually to live that out. Some people believe in this God, others don't. That's okay. That's the way things are. But we know when we're headed down the wrong path. We know when our thoughts and our emotions and our behaviours are being destructive and robbing us of the destiny that lies ahead for each one of us. At some point, come on, at some point, we need to wake up and say, enough is enough. This is not working for me anymore. It doesn't matter how hard I try, how much money I spend, how much I try and feel myself, it is not working. I can't keep living this way. Because if I do, one day it'll all be over and I'll have missed out on my destiny. So let me ask you, are you at that point in your life? Yesterday on the program, we looked at the fact that we really are made in the image of God. We're made to have a relationship with him. I think there's something inside each one of us that God would enliven to get us to reach out to him. It's like a marriage in a sense. I mean, I was made to have a wife. I'm just not one to be on my own. I enjoy my own space, sure, but I'm not one to be single. Now I'm married to Jackie and she's the most wonderful wife and I enjoy my marriage. But there's a cost to marriage. You have to lay things down. You have to be prepared to sacrifice certain things in order to have a great relationship, husband and wife. 
The Bible talks about becoming one flesh. That's great. But the becoming bit, coming to grips with being a team rather than just someone on your own, is sacrificial. And some days, you know, it hurts. But somehow, even though I'm an individual, there's something that makes me complete in my soul through my marriage relationship with Jackie, my wife. It's how God made me. And when it comes to God, I don't think I can be the me that I was meant to be or live out the destiny for my life unless in the same way I have a close and dynamic relationship with him. Lord knows I spent 36 long years trying. Money and recognition and career had it all, and I did it my way. But there came a time when I had to admit that my way was empty, that I needed more, I needed him. And you know something? He knows that because he knows us. God is the only person or thing that I've ever discovered that makes me whole. Without him, there's a massive, cavernous, God-sized hole inside me somewhere. And without him, I can't be the me I was meant to be because I'm made in his image. I, I can't live out the days he planned for me because I'm certain, absolutely certain, that he planned me to spend those days with him. How about you? sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with God. So before I go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign up right there for you. As a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address again, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.